Welcome to the AI 3003 podcast, where we explore the world of artificial intelligence and its applications. I'm your host, Brian, and today we have a very exciting topic to discuss. But before we dive in, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Contoso. Without their support, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Now let me introduce our guest for today. We have Emma, who is an expert in the field of natural language processing. Emma works for Contoso and has extensive knowledge and experience in developing NLP solutions using Azure AI services. Welcome, Emma. Thank you, Brian. I'm excited to be here and share my insights on developing natural language processing solutions with Azure AI services. Great to have you here, Emma. Now, let's get straight to the topic of today's podcast. We'll be discussing how to develop natural language processing solutions using Azure AI services. NLP is a fascinating field that involves interpreting and understanding human language in a way that machines can process. Azure provides various tools and services that can help developers build powerful NLP solutions. So, Emma, could you give us a brief overview of what we'll be covering in this episode? Absolutely, Brian. In this episode, we'll be focusing on how to use the Azure AI language service to classify text into custom groups. We'll explore different types of classification projects learn how to build a custom text classification project, and discuss the process of tagging data, training, and deploying a model. Additionally, we'll touch upon how to submit classification tasks from your own application. It's going to be an exciting and informative discussion. That sounds fantastic, Emma. I can't wait to dive deeper into these topics and learn more about developing NLP solutions with Azure AI services. So let's get started. So, Emma, I've been reading about custom text classification and I came across the concept of single-label and multiple-label projects. Can you explain the difference between the two? Sure, Brian. In single-label projects, you can assign only one class to each file. For example, a video game summary could be classified as adventure or strategy. On the other hand, in multiple-label projects, you can assign multiple classes to each file. So a video game summary could be classified as adventure and strategy at the same time. I see. That makes sense. So what are the key differences between single label and multiple label projects? Well, one key difference is in the labeling process. In single label projects, each file is assigned only one class. But in multiple label projects, you can assign as many classes as you want per file. This added complexity means that your data has to be clear and provide a good distribution of possible inputs for your model to learn from. That's interesting. So, does the quality of the labeled data impact the performance of the model? Absolutely, Brian. The quality, clarity, and variation of your data set directly affect how accurate your model will be. Especially in multiple label projects, labeling the data correctly is crucial for the model's performance. I see. So, how do we evaluate and improve the model's performance? Good question. Measuring the predictive performance of your model goes beyond just counting correct predictions. We also need to consider false positives and false negatives. Azure AI language provides metrics like recall, precision, and F1 score to evaluate the model's performance. These metrics help us understand how well the model identifies the actual labels and how many of the predicted labels are correct. That's helpful. And what about the API payload for classification tasks? The API requires a JSON body to specify the classification task. For single-label classification models, the project type is specified as single. And for multiple-label classification models, the project type is specified as multiple. This helps the API understand the type of classification you want to perform. Got it. 
Thanks for explaining, Emma. It's clear to me now. You're welcome, Brian. I'm glad I could help. If you have any more questions, feel free to ask. That's all for now, Emma. Thanks again for your insights. No problem, Brian. Happy to help. Have a good day. So, Emma, now that we understand the life cycle of building a custom text classification project, I'm curious about how we should split our datasets for training. Can you explain the options we have? Absolutely, Brian. When it comes to splitting datasets for training, there are two options, automatic split and manual split. With automatic split, Azure randomly splits all the data into the specified percentages for training and testing. This option is best for larger datasets that have consistent data or cover the classes extensively. On the other hand, manual split allows you to manually specify which files should be in the testing and training datasets. This is useful for smaller datasets to ensure the correct distribution of classes and variation in data for training the model. That makes sense, Emma. So, if we choose the automatic split, do we just put all the files into the training dataset? Yes, exactly. When labeling your data, you would put all the files into the training dataset if you want to use the automatic split. This is actually the default option. If you prefer the manual split, you can specify which files should be in the testing and training datasets during the labeling process. Got it. Now, let's talk about deployment options. Can we create multiple models and deployments within a project? Absolutely, Brian. Azure AI language allows you to create multiple models and deployments within a project. This gives you the flexibility to test different models side by side, compare the impact of dataset splits on performance, and deploy multiple versions of your model. However, it's important to note that each project has a limit of 10 deployment names. That's good to know, Emma. So, during deployment, can we choose the name for the deployed model? Yes, you can choose the name for the deployed model. When deploying your model, you can specify a unique name for it. This name can then be selected when submitting a classification task. Great. Now, let's talk about using the REST API. Can you explain the pattern of using the API for Azure AI language projects? Of course, Brian. The API for Azure AI language operates asynchronously for most calls. The general pattern is to submit a request to the service first and then check back with the service via a subsequent call to get the status or result. To authenticate your request, you need to include a header with the key to your Azure AI language resource. That makes sense, Emma. So, when we submit the initial request, what URL do we use? The URL for the initial request varies depending on the step you're on, but it is always prefixed with the endpoint provided by your Azure AI language resource. For example, when training a model, you would create a post request to the URL specific to your project and include the necessary body parameters. And how do we get the training status after submitting the initial request? To get the training status, you use the URL from the header of the request response to submit a GET request. This GET request should include the same header for authentication. The response body will provide the status of the training process, and you can periodically check the status URL until the training is successful. I see. And once the model is trained and deployed, how do we consume it for text classification? To consume a deployed model for text classification, you would submit a POST request to the Analyze endpoint with the necessary parameters. This POST request should include your resource key in the header for authentication. The response will provide a URL that you can use to retrieve the classification results by submitting a GET request. That's really helpful, Emma. Thank you for explaining the process of building text classification projects and using the Azure AI language services. It's been a great conversation. 
You're welcome, Brian. I'm glad I could help. If you or the listeners have any more questions, feel free to reach out. Keep on learning and exploring the possibilities of natural language processing with Azure AI services. Absolutely, Emma. Thank you again for sharing your expertise. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. We hope you found this episode informative and valuable. Keep exploring and harnessing the power of AI in your projects. Until next time.